The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, minister with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International. And you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time where we've always got fresh, exciting, wonderful revelation for you to hear and help you grow as a believer so that we can really reach the fullness of our calling in Christ Jesus, okay? We are not putting any limits on ourselves. We are going to reach the fullness of the calling that God has for us. And our limitation is just our faith and obedience to Jesus Christ, okay? We often say here at Freedom Fellowship Church that our language is love and our currency is faith and obedience to Christ Jesus. And what is currency? Currency is an exchange of value. And the more currency you have, the more you can purchase. In the same way, the more faith and obedience you have in Christ Jesus, the more you are able to do in the supernatural realm. And God is truly leading us to a supernatural place. Amen. And before I begin with the message for today, I just want to remind you all to visit our website, SOGMI.org. Again, that is SOGMI.org, where you can support this ministry by hitting that donate button. Either monthly or one-time gift, it doesn't matter. But if you enjoy this broadcast, if it really touches you and really speaks to your heart and to your spirit, then perhaps consider supporting the prophetic voice of our time by going to our website, SOGMI.org. Thank you so much. And so God is continuing to do shaking all around the world. He is shaking the foundations of every major industry, every political sector, every political class, okay? And... What he's doing in the political realm, it's not specific to a party. He is shaking the Democratic Party, he is shaking the Republican Party, and he is exposing things that have been long hidden in the darkness. As we have previously talked about, God is uprooting a dark, wicked, corrosive root that has taken root in Washington, D.C. and is spread all around the world, affects every nation, every industry, and he is pulling it up one by one. And we are beginning to see... The results of that in the earth, and if you are praying, if you're seeing things in the spiritual realm, you can even begin to see things that are happening where God is exposing things that have been previously hidden. But not only is he exposing wicked plots, not only is he uprooting these, these weeds and these roots, but he's also laying the foundation and preparing the way for the body of Christ to come into authority and for the body of Christ to enter the promised land and establish the kingdom of God. As Christ Jesus said when he gave us the example how to pray, right? We often speak of the Lord's Prayer. He said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right? So our calling as believers is we are supposed to bring the kingdom of heaven. We are supposed to bring the will of God just like it is in heaven, and manifest it here on the earth. And just think about that for a second, right? What's it going to be like when we manifest God's heavenly will here on earth, where the earth truly is covered with the glory of God, just as the waters cover the sea? That truly is heaven on earth. And so get out of that mindset of we're waiting for Jesus to rescue us and take us away to heaven. Christ Jesus said it right there. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's We're not going to be taken away. There's not going to be no rapture until God's will is manifested here on earth 
as it is in heaven. And this is all leading towards this decree. And this is the scripture that I want to start this message off with today. And this is Revelation 11, verse 15. And this is the New King James Version. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. So God is setting the stage so that the kingdoms of the world can become the kingdoms of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus. That is the future that we are heading towards, brothers and sisters. And this is why, you know, as the Israelites... As they entered the promised land, right, they had to drive out the giants, they had to deal with fortresses, they had to deal with armies, but why did they do it? They did it to establish the nation of Israel, right, which was a kingdom of the people of God. In the same way, now we as Christians are being sent to every major industry to establish the kingdom of God, and in some of those industries there's giants, right? You're going to have to do some spiritual warfare. But as we have faith and obedience to Christ Jesus, he's going to pave the way for us. So I want to give some insight because now we are seeing all throughout in all these major industries how God is beginning to set the stage. And I'm going to try and lay this out to you as clearly as I can. And hopefully you all are able to follow along with me. So this first headline or this first news article is about the comic industry, okay? And this is from Cosmic Book News, okay? And it says, DC Comics in trouble. DC ships lowest number of comics in June. This is the lowest number of comics that they have ever shipped in their history this past June. Comic book artist and creator Rob Liefeld, he recently stated that DC Comics, and this is a quote from him, is going to dive off a cliff here real soon. He added, I have never seen a company in as much disarray as DC Comics. Ethan Vanskyver, a 26-year veteran of this industry, he's been working as an artist for 26 years in the comic industry. He says, I fully expect at this point for the comic book industry to collapse very soon. In a matter of just a handful of years, it will be gone. And it's going to go out with a whimper. And what will happen is Warner Brothers will announce that they are shutting down the publishing arm of DC Comics. He goes on to explain some things they will do on the way out. They'll make their old comics available digitally, their whole back catalog. But then after that, there will be no more new DC Comics. There might be some trinkles here and there, but not really. Marvel Comics will linger, but not for very much longer. The comic stores will continue to further erode, and they will go under. Marvel Comics will experiment with different distribution platforms, and he goes on to list some things that they're going to try, but then eventually, Marvel Comics will also fall. Once DC Comics shuts its doors, that's it. That's the end of the comic book industry. Okay? And you're probably wondering, Josh, why are you talking about the comic book industry? What does this have to do with anything? Now, they go on to explain, now, why is it that the comic book industry is collapsing, okay? And there's a lot of reasons that different long-time professionals in this industry explain. Ethan Van Skyver, for example, says, well, the industry is coddling political extremists. There's no discipline. They allow them to run rampant on social media, give whatever political platform they want to give, right? And it's alienating their audiences, the quality has dropped quite a bit. Things are getting more expensive. 
As Ethan Van Skyver says, he says people just don't want to buy comics anymore. They don't want to buy the low quality, the high prices, and the fact that these idiots, he's referring to the current modern artists and writers, that these idiots are insulting them on social media and within the pages of the books themselves. When you pick up a copy of Captain America and you have the villain, the Red Skull, basically mouthing very sensible Republican talking points, you realize that the comic book industry isn't for you. And you also make up at least 50% of the comic buying audience. So we have a case here where creators of the industry are alienating a large section of their audience. We also see elsewhere in the film industry, in the television industry, and this is a headline from The Wrap. It says, Netflix has lost $17 billion in value over the last 24 hours. And this is from a recent evaluation that Netflix has undergone in this past week. It says, it was a record-setting day in the worst way for Netflix on Thursday, with the streaming giant's valuation dropping $17 billion at the company, after the company reported a disappointing second quarter subscriber growth after market close on Wednesday. So, things are happening in the film, television, and streaming department. And you have to understand, these trends aren't just bad for Netflix, but it's also bad news for other streaming platforms, including New platforms that are bound to launch, such as Disney+, Plus. Disney's looking to launch their own streaming service, HBO has their own streaming service. These are bad trends to look at. So what am I getting at here, okay? We have to understand that right now, God is setting the stage for the body of Christ to move into position, okay? In the past, Christians scoffed at things like comics, things like video games, things like the movie industry. They belittled them. They didn't think of or realize their importance. Sometimes Christians even dismissed them as evil or wicked, right? And so as the body of Christ moved away from the entertainment industry, right, they allowed the world to come in and take over. They allowed the kingdom of the world to be established in the comic book industry, in the video game industry, in the film and television industries, okay? But God has been saying for years now that the body of Christ is going to rise up and establish his kingdom in every sector of society. So if you're a Christian who's called to the entertainment industry, maybe you're called to the film industry or to the television industry, you should see this and you should start paying attention. Wow, God is starting to set the stage so that somebody new can come along. That's what's happening. It's the same for the comic book in video game industry. If a comic book giant like DC Comics is struggling, they're selling the lowest number of comics they've ever sold this past month, that means God has begun setting the stage for somebody new to come along. And we're talking about these nameless, faceless people that have been listening to God, that have been getting inspiration from the Lord. It's time for them to start getting in position. So if you're called to one of those industries, you need to get on your knees and you need to pray to God and ask, God, what do I need to do to prepare for this move? Because I want you to imagine a world where the kingdom of the world is not ruling and reigning in, in all the entertainment industry and in all the technology industry and the political sector, but rather the kingdom of God has been established. That people who are righteous, 
people who hear from the Lord are no longer following the trends set by the world, but they are the ones setting the trends. Because you look at something like Netflix, when they create a TV show, everybody's talking about it, right? It's on everybody's mind. Marvel Comics and DC Comics, they created long-time beloved characters, Superman, Batman, Captain America, Iron Man, okay? These are characters that have been around for decades. And now that industry that they were born in is beginning to collapse under itself. Why? Because God is preparing the way for us, right? When the Israelites, when it was time for them to enter the promised land, right? They had to cross the Jordan River. And what happened when they went across the water? The water was gushing, but as soon as they touched the water, the flow of water stopped and God parted the Jordan River for them so that they could walk across on dry land. When they encountered the fortified city of Jericho, God gave them instructions that seemed unrelated, right, to how to take over the city. He told them to circle the city, to sing some songs, and to shout really loud, right? And what happened? God knocked down the walls for them, okay? And we as the body of Christ, if we obey the Lord, and if we pray to God and get our marching orders, get our instructions, just like Joshua got the instructions for Jericho, if we do that, right? And sometimes, just as with Jericho, those instructions aren't going to make sense in the world system. But as we have faith in God and obey him, He's going to move the mountains for us. He's going to knock the walls down for us. And suddenly, we're going to be in the perfect position. And we're going to be able to reap the rewards. We're going to be able to reap the plunder. Okay? And we have to understand that every industry where the kingdom of the world is so strongly fortified, that is an area where the body of Christ was absent, where the body of Christ stepped away from. We allowed the world system to take over the education sector. We allowed the world system to take over entertainment. We allowed the world system to take over the political sector, okay? But God is so merciful, he's giving us an opportunity to make things right, okay? He's giving us an opportunity to completely transform every major industry, okay? You see it happening and major movie franchises, major television franchises, where those artists that are creating these films are insulting their fans, where they are creating films that are not to entertain and please fans, but they are rather to preach an agenda. They are no longer interested in creating good stories or creating something that would be fun to watch. Why do people go to the movies? They go to enjoy themselves. Right. And it's funny because for so long, this is the problem that Christian media, films and movies have always had. The only reason these movies exist are to preach a sermon. This is the problem that Christian movies have long had. Why? They're preachy. Right. They use a lot of Christian jargon. They're written for the Christian audience to pat themselves on the back. Going to a Christian movie is oftentimes like going to a sermon. There's little to no differentiation. It's not about creating fun, exciting, imaginative stories. It's about delivering a sermon. And that is why Christian media for so long has not taken off. But there is a new breed of people that God is raising up 
that are going to be inspired from the Lord, that are going to see in the spiritual realm, and they're going to create new, exciting, magnificent things. You know, in the scriptures, you know, in the gospels, when Jesus spoke to the masses, we have to think of how he spoke to the everyday man. Very often when he was addressing large crowds of people, he taught in parables. And the beauty of parables is that they are simple for the average person to listen to and to gain something from. But those, as they grow spiritually, then they can get in to the meat of what is actually there. And I really believe that the generation that God is raising up in the entertainment area, they're going to begin to create parables that people will enjoy watching. People are going to quote them. It's going to be cool, exciting, fun. But it will also enable the Holy Spirit to minister to the hearts of people without them even realizing it. Because when Jesus, when he was often quoting scriptures, who was he quoting them at? It was often the Pharisees who were trying to entrap him, okay? We're not going to win those of the world by beating people over the head with a Bible, okay? By turning our films and our entertainment into sermons, okay? This is the problem that many in Hollywood are having because the agenda they want to push, it's very much like preaching a sermon, except they believe a different doctrine, obviously, than Christianity. But notice how in Hollywood it's no longer about creating a fun, exciting, riveting story. Instead, it is about preaching a certain agenda. So God has now been setting the stage for us. And I want to leave you with, I'm going to play an audio clip, okay? And this is from the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing last Tuesday, okay? And this is one of the roots that God is pulling up. And when you hear this and you look at it in the spiritual realm, understand this is one of many roots that God is exposing. And God has said, we will be shocked to see and hear the things that have been happening in this country, the things that have been happening in the world, but it is part of the cleansing that God is preparing for us, okay? So understand, God is uprooting wickedness and he's uprooting these, these weeds and these thorns that have been buried deep in the ground, and he's also paving the way for the body of Christ to move into every industry. So I'm going to play this clip before we close out, and this is, again, from the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Google and censorship through search engines, and I encourage you to listen to it in full. And, and this is just a short edited clip. I can't play the entire hearing here. So I encourage you, if you're interested in hearing more, you really should look it up on your own and try and get educated on this issue. But understand, this is just one route that God has begun exposing in the world. As I understand your background, uh, you're not a Republican, and, and, and nor are you a conservative. Is that accurate? <clears throat> that would be an understatement. Um, and, in, and indeed, you're the former editor-in-chief of Psychology Today. Correct. So you're a respected academic. You testified before this committee that Google's manipulation of votes gave at least 2.6 million additional votes to Hillary Clinton in the year 2016. Is that correct? That's correct. And, and I want to make sure I understand, you personally supported and voted for Hillary Clinton. I was a very strong public supporter of Hillary Clinton, yes. So you're not just dismayed that people voted for her, but your testimony is that Google is 
through bias in search results, manipulating voters in a way they're not aware of? On a massive scale. And what I'm saying is that I believe in democracy. I believe in the free and fair election uh, more than I have any kind of allegiance to a candidate or a party. And looking forward, if I understood your testimony correctly, you said in subsequent elections, Google and Facebook and Twitter and big text manipulation could manipulate as many as 15 million votes in a subsequent election? In 2020, if all these companies are supporting the same candidate, there are 15 million votes on the line that can be shifted without people's knowledge and without leaving a paper trail for authorities to trace. You know, our Democratic colleagues on this committee often talk about what they view as the pernicious effect of big money and big corporate dollars. Uh, What you are testifying to is that a handful of Silicon Valley billionaires and giant corporations are able to spend millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars collectively, massively influencing the results of elections. And there's no accountability. You said we don't know. We have no way of knowing if Google or Facebook or Twitter sends it, sends it to Democrats or Republicans or how they bias it because it's a black box with, 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 with no transparency or accountability whatsoever. I mean, am I understanding <clears throat> you correctly? Senator, with respect, I must correct you. Please. If Mark Zuckerberg chooses to send out a go vote reminder just to Democrats on Election Day, that doesn't cost him a dime. Fair enough. Um, do you happen to know who the Hillary Clinton campaign's number one financial supporter was in the year 2016? Uh, I think I do, but please remind me. The the number one financial supporter of the Hillary Clinton campaign in the 2016 election was the parent company of Google, Alphabet, who was our first witness. They were her number one financial donor, and your testimony is, through their deceptive search methods, they moved 2.6 million votes in her direction. I would think anybody whether or not you favor one candidate or another, should be deeply dismayed about a handful of Silicon Valley billionaires having that much power over our elections to silently and deceptively shift vote outcomes. Again, with respect, I must correct you. The 2.6 million is a rock-bottom minimum. The range is between 2.6 and 10.4 million, depending on how aggressively they used the techniques that I've been studying now for six and a half years. Wow. Could, could you say that again, please? Just The 2.6 million is a rock bottom minimum. The range is between 2.6 and 10.4 million votes, depending on how aggressive they were in using the techniques that I've been studying, such as the search engine manipulation effect, the search suggestion effect, uh, the answer bot effect, and a number of others. They control these, and no one can counteract them. These are not competitive. These are tools that they have at their disposal exclusively. If any headline comes out of this hearing, that should be it. That was Dr. Robert Epstein testifying before the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing on Google and censorship through search engines. And this is just one of the roots that God is beginning to expose that's been deeply hidden, that's been covered up, that we have not realized. And things like this are going to continue to be exposed in our government, and in every sector of society. So we need to keep prayer because 
we should be grateful, okay, because God is uprooting the wicked things in dark places that we didn't even realize. And, you know, this isn't a partisan thing, right? This is not a right versus left. This is not a Republican versus Democrat thing. Okay, God is dealing with our entire political system, both Republican, both Democrat, both left and right. Okay, and he's he's already spoken over us that we will be shocked to hear the things that have been happening. We will be shocked to find out what's been going on. But that's all the more reason that we should be grateful for God's grace and God's mercy on us in the body of Christ. And I encourage you, that clip, that was just, again, that was an, an edited short clip. I just got the highlights so that you can get the essence of what was said. But, you know, if you have time, then it's worth looking up on your own and watching the whole video where this professor is explaining the kinds of things that are going on. But again, this is just one thing, and God is continuing to do shaking in every sector of society. He is continuing to uproot wickedness, uproot darkness. But at the same time, that means... That he's setting the stage for the body of Christ to get in position. So it's time for the body of Christ to unite. It's time for the body of Christ to hear from God, get our marching orders and get in position. Because if we do that, then we truly are going to see the seas part for us. We truly are going to see the walls crumble before us. We're going to see the mountains move before us so long as we are faithful to God and we are obedient to his commands. Amen. So again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoy this broadcast and you want to support us here at the prophetic voice of our time, you can go to our website, sogmi.org and hit that donate button. And as always, you can listen to the podcasts of this very radio show and we upload new episodes the weekend after they're aired on the radio. That's every Monday. And so, again, that is SOGMI.org. Visit there to support us or to listen to previous episodes. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, God bless you.